Welcome in to AWA Unleashed. We are the self-proclaimed, you know, preeminent number one podcast video stream dedicated to the AWA, yada, yada, yada. All right, that's out of the way. Uh, we are just a couple of days removed. No, two, three days. Three days removed. See, I can't even do the math. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Three days. And this is going to be kind of a different sort of a show. Um, there was so much work that was put into the reunion by Mick that we're not really going to go into a particular topic. We're going to cover two topics this week. Uh, we're going to recap the reunion and we're going to get into SNR. So I figure this is one that would be kind of lighthearted and kind of, you know, easy for Mick Karch to go ahead and get through. Let's go ahead and uh, bring him in here. And uh, no, I, I mean that in the, in the nicest way, because I know that you were gas, like this reunion, oh. the prepping, the work, it took a ton out of you. And there were some people, Mick, that weren't able to be there. So I think this is maybe a good opportunity uh, to kind of recap it from your point of view. And we can kind of, you know, see how you felt about it and kind of like everything going in and, you know, kind of coming out of it. And then we'll just kind of segue into, uh, into SNR, if that sounds okay. That works for me. And I, I, the number of the day, Chris, is 15.5. Mm-hmm. 15.5 is the number of hours that I slept after the reunion. So I had a little uh, little catching up to do, pal. Yeah, you're like uh, Rip Van Winkle is what you are. Good gimmick. That's a good wrestling You like that? Game. You like that? It's pretty good. Mick, Mick Van Winkle. Mick Van Winkle. Mick Van Winkle. How about oh, that? I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah there's no royalties, so forget it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hashtag merch. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and take care of, of some business here. Uh, you can see Soda Stick up there. You guys, we got uh, hoodie season. You can get, and not only hoodie season, but we're coming up on the holidays. So why not? If you know somebody that's an AWA fan, get them an AWA Unleashed hoodie. You can get them a t-shirt or, second. Some people may have this already. Some people may have this already, but thanks to our friends at Soda Stick. Ah, it is a black and white AWA Unleashed T-shirt. It was debuted uh, for a limited time. For those that were at the reunion, they had first dibs on it, but I believe it is now up on the Soda Stick website, sodastickco.com. Uh, just to go ahead and uh, hit AWA Unleashed. want to thank Landon for taking the time to be there. Uh, we really appreciate him uh, being able to come out and uh, you know just meet some of the fans that we've got and the people that support the podcast. Because I think it's important, Mick, that he gets a chance to, to see you guys and, and really how much that you guys support it. Because we can talk about it. It's one thing for us to talk about it, but I feel like if you guys are talking about it, it means something more. Absolutely. Yes, sir. You got it. Nice to meet him. It's the first time I had met him. A very cordial guy. Yeah. And uh, certainly in our corner and vice versa. So, uh, yeah, I, I like the black and white. That's that's good stuff. Yeah, it is. And I uh, also want to thank uh, 7th Avenue Pizza as well. I know that uh, I heard that there are some 
uh, folks around the metro that can't find it in their area. Um, I know in Stillwater, so if you're in Stillwater uh, and you know where it's at, uh, hit us up in the comments. Uh, hit us up on the Slick Mick Facebook page or AWA Unleashed Fans. I just got a lot of snow uh, because we want we want everybody to be able to experience. We don't just talk about it for shits and giggles. Like it is good stuff. And I don't want to go out here and be like, well, I can't find it. I can't. I want to help you guys find it. So if anybody knows like in or around the Stillwater area, uh, let me know. And uh, again, just let us know in the comments or uh, Facebook pages or anything like that. All right, Mick. Um, I think that being said, we're coming off the reunion and I know that it was a lot of work for you. Uh, but kind of take us through not necessarily the uh, the process of, of setting it up, but let's kind of go to the day before and kind of the work that you and Karen put in because you two really made this happen. Like what were your first impressions of the embassy suites kind of ballroom that we had? Because apparently it was a little bit different than the first one that you had run several years ago. Well, first of all, I want to thank everybody from the embassy suites. We had, you know, probably a half a dozen guys named Dan that, uh, that were contacts at the embassy suites. I, I that's know, true. That, that's, Dan, that's Dan, true. Dan, Dan, hey, can you get Dan for me? And all of a sudden the whole building. Everybody. everybody. But, uh, uh, it, it was, um, they're so cordial. And the first time we did this just a few years ago, you know, pre COVID, we had half the ballroom and uh, we filled it. And this time we had the entire ballroom and we filled it. And uh, I can't say enough about Karen Swanson's dedication to this project. Uh, she's a hustler. Know, like she is a hustler. Oh my God. I, I, I've known Karen for a long, long time. And this is what she does. This is her mm -hmm. wheelhouse. She loves to do this stuff. And she was the contact with the hotel. I'm telling you, if they would have left it up to me, Chris, to coordinate this stuff with mm -hmm. the hotel, there would have been a hot dog stand, maybe a couple of kernels of popcorn, <laughs> you know, and we would have been uh, probably holding it in, in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> but, but Karen really delivered, and she is the contact for Zubas. Uh, we got to thank them for coming out. and Huge, and, uh, huge. Their Zubas. prizes. Uh, the, the Packer uniforms the packer uh, accoutrement did not go over <laughs> did not go over how did you say well that accoutrement I, I, yeah, I, I mean I, I couldn't believe that you know because we had all of this nfl sideline it's it's the because zubas is like the official nfl like merchandiser we had all of this official sideline gear and i'm thinking you know i work with uh travis sharp the maw ring announcer great job by travis emceeing it oh, by the fabulous. way fabulous. Uh, he did a fant fantastic job that I'm like, hey, you know, let's go ahead and start with some Packers stuff, which is kind of, you know, mix and match. And like, hey, anybody want Packers stuff? All of a sudden, boo. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I, I figured that there would be something. It got to the point where we just had to give it away. Like, I'm flinging Packer hats at people just to be, just to get, I mean, people just didn't want them. People didn't want the Packer stuff. You know what? I, I, I understand. And you believe it, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about wrestling in a minute. But, um, yes. I, I, I want to, you know, it's, it's one thing to be dedicated to a football team like the Vikings mm -hmm. fans are, 
But, you know, damn it, when was the last time you won a door prize and then you boot it and said yeah. you didn't want it? You know, I mean, it's it's like that's the way my, my ex-wife felt about me. But, uh, you know, neither we here nor there. Um, yeah. But uh, it was, uh, again, Karen Swanson, thanks a million. Um, so my end of it was dealing with getting the guys together and uh, kind of sweating out a couple of them uh, towards the end. And that's the nature of the wrestling business. Promoters do it at their shows. We did it at the reunion. Uh, it was kind of, we hadn't heard from Pat Tanaka for a while. Got a little nervous mm -hmm. about Pat uh, coming in from the, uh, the Fargo area. But he made it with bells on the night before. So great to see him. Uh, John Nord, we were going back and forth to John, and, and he was there. Um, everybody who said they were going to be there, outside of Eddie Sharkey, and we want to tip the hat to Eddie. Eddie had a little medical procedure. Yeah, and completely, completely understandable. Yep, yep. So he couldn't be there, but everybody else that said they were going to be was there. Mm -hmm. A couple of people who we would have liked to have been there couldn't make it previous yeah. commitments but above and beyond the talent the the wrestlers and the, and the celebrities i cannot thank the awa fans and the fans of our podcast for turning out and again it was a packed house you always worry about it you know you got a a beautiful fall afternoon in the twin cities are people going to be going outside you know picking pumpkins and go to the apple orchard well, they, they, they turned out. And I know the guys and gals from the AWA's past were very, very happy at the interaction. Now, these two clowns right there. I know who let that fella in the left in. Yeah, Biff and Bozo, uh, you know, as you see them right there. They were the pseudo MCs uh, for the event. Uh, this is us at, at the outset greeting everybody, mm -hmm. and you know you're kind of doing the uh, the opening intro there, and I'm just like amazed looking over this crowd, and every seat was taken, and we were just thrilled mm -hmm. to be there. I can't say enough good things about our fans. Yeah, and, and I mean the way that people came in and make I felt like everybody was genuinely excited yep. and happy to be there. And was looking forward to it because the day before, even a couple of days before, I, I saw that people were, you know, started to get excited. And I know that there are people that wanted to make it that couldn't, you know, people that don't live in the region. I totally understand that. And and I think that's why we kind of want to recap this and maybe give you a little bit of a little bit of a feel and, and maybe a little bit of a taste of of what happened. Uh, when you first when we're up there and you're looking over just everybody. And you're able to look at this big ballroom that's, that's packed with people. I mean, what's going through your mind at that point? Is it like a, a sense of relief to to know that everybody has been here to show support? Or I mean, are, are you feeling more stressed? I mean, what's what's going through your mind at that point? At that point, <clears throat> it was a sense of relief, Chris, um, that finally it had come to pass. Uh, you know, when I did this a few years ago. I, again, it, it's always stressful. You you, you want to make sure that everything is going to go well and you're going to have the crowd. Well, as soon as I got up there and I saw this ballroom full of people, and they're, they're, that's just a sample, uh, you know, that, but that gives you an idea of uh, how many people we had there. 
a sense of relief, a sense of gratitude. And uh, I knew, as you said, the enthusiasm, people coming in. And not only mm -hmm. that, but the wrestlers and the personalities from the AWA who hadn't seen each other. Yeah. Sometimes in 20, 30 years to see that camaraderie and, oh, my God, how are you doing and hugging. And I mean, it was just there were some tears that were shed, too. And it was uh, it was just extraordinary. And that's what it's all about. That's why I did it. This is not a money making venture for those who think that, you know, that was the goal here. No, it was to get the guys together from the AWA's past. We're going to take a look at some of them right there. That is on the left, former AWA Tag Team Champion Pat Tanaka. And how gracious a guy is Pat. I can't tell you how many hugs. I can't tell you how many times I got hugs from Pat Tanaka this weekend. Oh, he's just extraordinary and, and so grateful uh, to the fans who, you know, showed their appreciation and remembered him. And... To his right is our buddy, Derek Starfire Dukes. I told Derek he's looking a little small. Might be in about the 270, 280 range. But uh, <laughs> uh, Derek, again, very, very popular. Very happy to be there. Uh, and as everybody was. And again, it's the sense of camaraderie. And, you know, when I'm putting the tables together and I'm going to see this guy, this guy, I thought, you know what? Who was there towards the end? Well, I'm going to put Tanaka with Dukes. And, uh, you know, yeah, and then, yeah, course, I wanted, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you about that. Like, cause you were the one ultimately that kind of put people where they were going to be. <clears throat> and I like, what was your reason? Did you, I mean, how did you decide like who was going to sit where and whatnot? Well, you know, in, in the first place back in the day, you know, we would have made sure that the heels were on one side and the baby faces were on the other side. Uh, but we didn't have to do that this time. Uh, it, it was just basically this guy worked with this guy. The, these guys were on the production mm -hmm. crew and, and what have you. Um, if a personality, you know, I, I thought wasn't necessarily going to fit with somebody else, uh, I didn't see them there. That was a picture of our good friend, our dear friend, Dixie Jordan, uh, Princess Little Claude. It took some tw uh, arm twisting to get Dixie to come in, not because she didn't want to, Dixie was really hesitant, like, you know, at, at some of these events, how dare you charge people for autographs, you know? It's funny because she, yeah, she, she, I mean, I was talking to her before and it's almost like she is one of those that doesn't feel, at least I got the impression, Mick, and I mean, you know her much better than I do, that she almost feels like it's almost taking from the fans by asking them for money for a picture and an autograph and not really wanting to monetize on that and just being able to talk to people. And you just, you don't find that very often or where people just feel like just being there and talking to fans and, you know, and, and individuals that that's enough. Well, Dixie is, uh, as you said, she was very sheepish about, mm -hmm. uh, you know, even the idea of taking money from people, but uh, she loved being there. She is old school through and through. And it was just, uh, you know, Dixie is one of a kind. So uh, let's 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 keep the photos going, which is probably the best way uh, to revisit the entire event, uh, which is just again, Chris. Yeah, this uh, is one of this this is one of my favorites because this uh, was a last minute addition, uh, the Polish Eagle, and uh, he's with somebody that I know is very very special to you. The Polish Eagle, Dick Jonkowski, 
Uh, you know, Dick walked in the door and he said, what the hell, you were going to have an event and not invite me? Well, you know, knowing Dick's schedule, I figured, you know, the guy's got to be booked somewhere. You know, the, he, he's doing a bar mitzvah someplace or he's, you know, emceeing a high school soccer game or something. But we got the Polish Eagle uh, to show up and he is seen here with uh, Lenise Hennig. And she is the widow of the late, great and truly perfect uh, Kurt Hennig. It was so great to see Lenise there as well with her son, Hank. Uh, this was the first time that Lenise surprisingly had been involved in this type of an event. So she was a little, you know, what do I do? You know, hey, do I do I stand up? Do I shake hands with people? There you see, uh, as I was going around the room and I kind of introducing everybody, uh, that in the cowboy hat there, that is Hank Hennig, who is the son of Lenise and Kurt Hennig. And then there was Lenise and our buddy, Polish Joe Chupik. Yeah, I'll, I'll put the uh, yeah, I'll put the yeah, I'll I'll put the uh, the picture back up because I I meant to go full screen and I accidentally uh, took it off. I I have to say that Hank Henning is such a just an unbelievable humble human being. Like Absolutely. he he was beyond grateful. Uh, you know, and I I had to ask him too. It's like. You, you hear all of these stories and I know people, you know, instantly, you know, everybody wants to know Kirk, Kirk, Kirk. I, I asked him almost, does it, is it overwhelming? Do you get tired of it? Because at what point do you kind of just get exhausted of people asking the same questions over and over? And to his credit, he was just very down to earth and was like, I love hearing the stories. I, I love people keeping my dad's memory alive. And for him to be there to support his mom and Lenise to be there. And when they were introduced and you said that they hadn't been to, uh, to an event before, what I love about the fans and the people that were there, I'm sure you noticed it as well, Mick, standing ovation. Absolutely. They I, gave I them a standing quite... ovation. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that just shows that the fans that we have get it and to welcome them. What did you, what did you hear from them after the show? Like after the event? You know, it, it's, I wanted to thank them for being there, you know, um, sharing themselves with our AWA fans, you know, and, and especially when it's the first time. And you're a little bit nervous, a little bit skittish mm -hmm. about being there. And they kept thanking me over and over again, you know, and, and you and the organizers. Thank you so much for honoring us. Thank you for letting us do this. And this is terrific. And we really appreciate it. Well, the gratitude, believe me, goes both ways. And there's a, a, a shot of Lenise and I. I love you know, that. That's a great picture. That I love that picture. I, I'm telling you, I, I love that picture. And what I what I remember about this was the last picture that I took as I was walking out the door. And I don't even know how I'm vertical at this point. Uh, you know, I, I barely remember taking the picture because it was just like, oh, God, you know, I'm going to I'm going to hit the floor here any second. But Lenise was so gracious. Mm -hmm. And um, and again, what an honor it was to have both of them there and and you mentioned the standing ovation that they got well deserved no no question
So let yeah. us keep rolling on the tour, the uh, the express yeah. bus. Well, because there there yeah, because there were times where you told me I, I you were legitimately exhausted that I could not find you at times. Like you had to step away because you'd put so much energy into this. I'm looking around. I'm like, I can't find you. So it's like, we just kind of, I just kind of went down to the next thing because I knew that you were pretty slammed. Well, before I, I, you know, kind of intro this, this picture here, let, let me tell you something. This is, this is not, you know, oh boy, you know, I worked so hard and all this shit. What it is with me and it was like this with SNR and everything else and wrestling events that I go to, I don't know how to pace myself. And, and that is, that is really and truly the case. And it's happened on the podcast a few times too. I get going and I get rolling. And, you know, it, even Steve Olsonowski said to me, you don't miss a beat, do you? Well, you know what? I, I, I don't know. But what happened a couple of times was all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to hit the floor here. You know, because God bless the fans and, and the friends. You know, you're pulled in all these different directions. Mm -hmm. And it's so gratifying, but I don't want to shortchange anybody. Somebody asked me a question, I'm going to answer it. And uh, yeah, so a couple of times, you know, not knowing to pace myself, how to pace myself and how to breathe and, you know, all the mindfulness stuff and uh, whatever else, you know, the slick one almost hit the deck, uh, but uh, I managed to stay vertical. So uh, back to that picture we were just uh, going to show. And I believe, where are they? The there they are. The father and son combination. Uh Gary Darusha. And I introduced Gary to the fans as the man that outside of Marty Miller probably had more <laughs> heat as a referee uh in the AWA with all the uh the screw job finishes and so forth. And the difference between Gary Darusha and, and Marty Miller, I think, you know, they both took bumps periodically. Yeah. Gary looked like an athlete taking a bump. Um, Marty Miller going through the ropes looked kind of like a tinker toy. Uh, you know, so there's <laughs> a, a, a big, big, big difference there. But, uh, you know, Gary is a great guy. Glad to see him there. And what can you say about Al Derusha? I mean, talk about the Energizer Bunny. I don't know yeah. how old Al is. I know he's in his mid to upper 80s. Nonstop. And a guy who's done everything in the business and, again, so delighted to have him there. And Al loved it. That was his element, you know, connecting with all the guys that he hadn't seen, you know, for so many years. So uh, yeah, very, yeah. very happy you were there. Yeah, and there were uh, there were a couple people uh, that uh, were, I mean, they were really, they came for the, you know, for, for Al and Gary. And uh, talk about this picture here, Mick. Those two gentlemen, uh, to my immediate uh, right there, you know, to, to my right, uh, as the photograph was being taken, that was Glenn Anderson, and that is his son, Jason. And uh, Glenn has been a friend for a long, long time. And, you know, he was kind of directing traffic when people came in, uh, sending them to their, to their seats, a Vietnam veteran, um, Rescue missions in Vietnam a hundred times uh, with helicopters, uh, rescuing the wounded uh, and seriously injured soldiers. His son, Jason, first time I had met him, class act. And the reason I put that up is just not only because they're friends of mine, but again, to establish the camaraderie 
uh, you know, just the interaction with the fans and myself and with you. And, and it was just, this just exemplifies mm -hmm. uh, what the reunion was all about. Yeah. And Glenn was one of the first ones that you would see when you'd walk in the door. Like he was there helping greet people and kind of telling everybody what was going on. Uh, and I, I love that. I, I think that was great. I believe we've got uh, a couple more here, Mick, before we get to SNR. Um, right. Let me get uh, these two. All right. There are just uh, uh, two left. And I want you to uh, kind of give your thoughts on these next couple. There's a, a picture that was just specially for you. And I'm going to, uh, as you can see, a fan appreciation award that was presented to you on behalf of the fans. And that was something that you did not know about. That was brought to me by a, you know, by an individual and he knows who he is and you know who he is. And I'm not going to, you know, I, I'm just going to say that. And that was something that we had worked out um, for, uh, for you. And then one more here. And then I've actually, uh, I think we're going to hit uh, one of the, I don't have the pictures up, but I'm going to, uh, to get them here in a couple of minutes here. So uh, kind of right. take us through, sorry, just kind of jumping around a couple of the other pictures. Uh, take me through that where uh, you are holding something that was presented to you. Well, you know, um, <clears throat> first of all, I, I love this. There was a comment by Tom Rocky Stone uh, <laughs> on, on Facebook. And Stone said, imagine that. The guy bolts an AWA reunion and he gets a lifetime achievement award. I love it. I that was I I could not if I if I could give that comment a million likes, I would have. I would have given that a million likes. Well, here's the deal. Who are we gonna give it to, Stone? You? You know, we can we can start with that. Uh the other thing is, no, I'm not Vern, I'm not Dusty, you know, I'm not putting myself over. Uh, I did not know that this was coming, and uh, I believe we had just done the Rick Renslow tribute, yeah. And uh, I was getting ready to, you know, go schmooze with people for the rest of the day, and you know, you told me to hang on for a minute. Um, I think my my forty five second or one minute speech afterward it was like a uh, minute forty seven. Minute forty seven. It was a little oh. bit longer. Oh God! Well, I know, you know, there just, you go I'm again. Just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just yeah. ballparking. Um, I um, I didn't know what to say because, and I've said many times, joking about it. Of course, you know, I, I you know, I had some decent paydays in this business mm -hmm. once in a while. Uh, for the most part, you know, it was the old hot dog and a handshake, and you know that kind of thing. But the recognition not only from you, Chris, and, and from the person that, you know, worked alongside of you on this award, uh, but the reaction from the people. Uh, it, it just absolutely blew me away. And I, I mean that sincerely. You know, you do this for freaking four decades, you know, and, and you're standing there exhausted and you got a couple hundred people there. And to get that acknowledgement, I, I can't. I can't thank you enough, um, and and that is as sincere as I can possibly be with you. It meant the world. So, 
thank you, my friend. Well, it, it wasn't for me. I said I was the one that handed it to you, but that was from all of the fans that were there, all the fans that could not be there, everybody that has watched you on SNR, anybody that has ever admired your work. So you absolutely deserve the Fan Appreciation Award. And that's just one small acknowledgement that the fans can give you. And to a man, everybody was... Uh, was excited that uh, that you got that. Let's end the uh, reunion talk on maybe one of the things that I enjoyed. I enjoyed you getting your award. I know one of the things that we did was to pay tribute that you and George did a remarkable job in paying tribute to somebody that I feel maybe fans, maybe casual fans have overlooked, but I'm so glad that you guys were able to honor Rick Renslow. Rick Renslow, uh, the, the everyman, uh, the hardworking uh, guy, guy next door. And uh, Rick put in a lot of years in the wrestling business, uh, never achieved, as I said at the reunion, uh, what I think he should have. And that's through no fault of Rick's. I think he was extremely talented. Uh, he just happened to be in an era where there was a lot of guys that were getting big pushes and uh, had a chance to work for Rick many times over the years when he started his own promotion, uh, you know, shortly before he passed. Uh, man of integrity, as, I, as George and I said, to his family and uh, never shortchanged anybody on a payoff. He said told you what you were going to get. He was open and uh, to ideas and uh, just a class, class act. And it was our pleasure uh, to present uh, Aaron and Megan and Stephanie and, and uh, you know, his grand granddaughter uh, who stole the show um, with a plaque for Rick. And uh, he'll he'll long be remembered as far as I'm concerned. There's uh, there's the uh, the plaque that we presented to them, mm -hmm. uh, Rick Renslow, and uh, yeah, he's looking down, big bad trucker daddy, and I'm sure he's you know yelling at some point, thank you, Starch. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, that was that was a highlight for all of us. Yeah, I, I think it was, and uh, just kind of it took me a bit to find that one picture, but I, I think here it is with uh, his daughters, and and she did an absolutely uh, remarkable job with the the speech and i think it's great that you and george were were both up there um and you mentioned his granddaughter that was up there ricky who was actually named after him which i thought was really cool and yeah she stood front and center and you can see right there she was holding the plaque and she was waving to people and it was i feel like that was the the icing on the cake right there. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it said it all. And that Renslow family, you know, I'm friends with them on Facebook. Talk about a love affair with their dad. Uh, I mm. mean, they absolutely worshiped the ground he walked on. And I know he adored his kids. Unfortunately, uh, didn't stick around. Uh, you know, it's higher power made that decision uh, to see his grandkids. But uh, that was a moment. That was yeah. definitely a moment. Yeah. Okay, so I'm kind of uh, on the fly here, and I know we've done this before. We're about halfway through. Do, do we just want to cut this and kind of just edit it here and come back and do part 
uh, two second part will be SNR. Hey, hey, you're the boss, pal. You're well, the one that, you know that has all those digits after the the check after the number. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm the guy. You know, it, it jingles. They're all I, the zeros after the, the there's the uh, there's the decimal and then there's well, all the zeros after. It's yeah, more than I make, buddy. Let, believe you me, yeah. but I, whatever you want to do, you make okay. the call. Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and and cut this here. And I know, and I mean, you guys know if you follow the podcast, we literally, I, I mean, at times when we tell you we don't know what we're doing, I wish I. Could oh, you don't have anything. to convince anybody of that. Yeah, yeah, they they know. Um, so okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna cut this now. We're gonna come back next week. Uh, I'm guessing Mick and I are probably gonna be wearing the same clothes. Just kind of a hunch. Um, because frankly, we're just going to cut it here and then start a new, start a new stream. So, uh, there you go. A little inside baseball. Um, one more thing, Mick, people asking, is there going to be another one? I mean, people are asking, see, and, and that's all right. I've had people that have been asking and I'm like, let's get through this, but people have loved it. And they're already looking forward to number three. And I feel like there would have to be a few tweaks if, if that was to if that was to happen in such a relatively quick period of time, well, uh, let me tell you this: I've already had a couple of people uh, reach out to me um, that want to have another reunion and have said we will help you. And uh, so I'm going to say, yeah, uh, there's going to be another one. Uh, hopefully, the guys stick around and you know you know don't go to the big the big ring in the sky and that includes me uh between now and uh next year but uh oh well if, if, if you do it's it's a weekend at bernie's thing that's what it's gonna be it's gonna be a weekend at bernie's you're gonna be there in some way shape or form well don't worry about my shape and form but <laughs> yeah i i think we will uh i think we'll do it again awesome well uh it was a great time and again uh, we're going to go ahead and cut it here. Thanks to uh, Soda Stick, 7th Avenue Pizza. Um, you guys know the drill. If you want a black and white t-shirt right here, uh, go to sodastickco.com. As you can tell as I kind of flip it around here. Uh, there we go. It's a brand there you new. Are. Yep. Just, uh, just hit the market. Great for a Christmas gift, holiday gift. Uh, if you want it yourself, again, we got the personalized hoodies. You can get your name on the inside of the college really really cool uh will say uh size up a little bit if you're gonna get a uh if you're gonna get a hoodie by the way you guys um subscribe to the youtube channel before oh, we yes. i mean that's that's the biggest way to help us grow if you're like I, I i'm a big fan i love it two things you can do number one subscribe to the youtube channel because that is probably one of the biggest ways that you can help us you know just comment like rate and also join the uh, the Facebook page, the AWA Unleashed uh, fan page. So that being said, we're going to go ahead and cut the stream. And hopefully you guys enjoyed a little bit of a, a reunion recap because, again, this is, you know, kind of give you a little bit of a taste if you weren't there. And uh, hopefully we, you know, captured the essence for those that were there. So uh, we're going to cut it here and uh, we're going to come back. And uh, Mick and I are going to do uh, SNR. Uh, we're going to talk SNR. And we'll uh, we'll air that next week. Sound good? Sounds good to me, buddy. All right. <laughs>